0: Hey guys, I'm Kelly Wolf, and this is The Flow Podcast. I feel like I have to clear something up. So when people hear the word flow, they always ask me, is this a yoga class or just something that can happen when you're surfing? But this flow stands for finding love over worry. And this podcast is all about the ways that you can have more flow in your life. On The Flow Podcast, I'm going to share my wisdom as a coach, a writer, a speaker, and a mama, I want to give you all the goods so that you can start your flow journey today. All right, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the flow podcast. We are in season three. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, the summer happened. Oh my gosh. It's so weird to me to even think that I finished season two of this and said, okay, I'll see you in a little bit. And an entire summer happened, which is kind of blowing my mind. Um, I don't know. Did you guys feel like the summer went by very, very quickly or did the summer go by very, very quickly? Like AKA, did they shorten the summer? (laughs) These are the things that my brain wanders to because, Since we've moved to Canada, I uh, and I'm not so great at like actually going and looking this up, but maybe the summer is in fact shorter. I do not know. But either way, it did feel like a blip. And I wonder if it felt like a blip to you too. Because maybe that's also juxtaposed against what has felt like long years. Has it felt like long years to you? And I'm not mad about that. In a lot of ways, to me, the most precious thing that I have, besides what we're going to talk about today, is time. Time is the most precious thing. I was watching my 12-year-old son a couple of days ago, and I kind of did this to myself on purpose, and I, I hope somebody out there relates. Otherwise, you guys will just think I'm a cuckoo puff. I made myself cry about how fast he's grown. You know, I made my brain think about all these things when he was younger and I was kind of rolling around in those thoughts and I was remembering different things and I was seeing him being so independent. And what had struck me was he was being picked up for soccer practice and a kid from the soccer team was picking him up. And this was a, a person he didn't know with parents he didn't know. And he just walked out the door. And there was something about that that just hit me in my bones And it really hit me about time and how fast it goes. And then it also reminded me that I used to get very, I'm so tired of the word triggered. I don't even want to say it. I would get very acutely aware. Ooh, how's that? I'm going to say acutely aware. When somebody would come up to me when my kids were really small and say, it's going to go by in a flash. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, okay, because... I'm dying right now. So, I used to think, "Wow, what does that even mean?" And now I know exactly what they're talking about and I am absolutely going to be that grandma that says that to people. I will I will try to stop myself, but I won't stop myself and I will say it. And they will probably look at me with that same crazy face that I did, not understanding. And then they'll probably have the same trajectory I did, which is waking up one day and being like, "Holy crap, what is happening to time?" Okay, so time felt long, which I liked. And now it feels back to being short, which I think could also have something to do with busyness. Ooh, there's another word. How do you guys feel about that word? I can go back and forth. I think it's just what it is. You know, sometimes it's what it is. Like I'm looking at a white flower in front of me. It's just a flower. Uh, And busy is just busy. I think that cultural thing that we had there for a while where people kind of wanted to fabricate busy and or present as busy, I can see the massive Snafu with that. But I'm talking about legitimately being busy, sometimes not because of your own making. You know, half the people I know currently, so I'm in my 40s, my birthday's actually in a week, and I've noticed things around me with my peers. That's this thing they've called the middle. And the middle is when you still have young children and your parents are aging. And so all these things are happening. So the the things that I hear often are many of my peers being pulled to things happening with their parents and and illnesses and then also you're getting into that phase where your children are no longer just in the house 24/7 small and kind of being able to go where you want to take them, you know, in a group. At least that's in my house where each individual child has their own individual liking and thing. And so you're sort of trying to balance all that stuff. But either way, Time, time, making time, that makes me think of the podcast or the Oprah podcast. But today I want to talk to you about our other greatest asset, energy, not energy to run to the grocery store, not energy to kick a ball, the other kind of energy. I had thought about this for a while um, over the last few weeks about what did I want to start season three with? And I would say one of the things that occupies my curiosity the most in my human journey here on planet Earth is this energy thing. And it's really interesting to me because I think we want to put a caveat on it and say, oh my gosh, this isn't, you know, I don't want to be too woo woo. But then I realized maybe it is woo woo, or what do we even define that as? And who cares? And I don't really know. But what I can say is energy. In terms of our energy, how the world receives our energy, how we receive energy, that is a consistent curiosity for me. And I can see direct correlations to how much flow I feel, to how thoughtful I am around my energy. So obviously, it would make sense. You know, flow as a technique, as a tool, in terms of the finding part. That's where we are legitimately having to reflect and having to pay attention to ourselves, the worry thoughts that we're having, the experiences that we're having, the reactions we are having. And so when we are thoughtful, I think we're also being thoughtful about our energy. So for me, on the daily, because I am consistently processing through the flow tool, the flow recipe, I Am hyper aware of how energy is affecting me, how it's affecting the people around me, and how much it allows for a sense of ease and flow in my life. So, okay, here's a, here's an example. I've actually just gotten really into. If you guys haven't checked it out, this guy Andrew Huberman. I heard him being interviewed by Dak Shepard on The Armchair Expert, but he has his own podcast. I want to say it's called The Andrew Huberman Experiment or Experience or something. Either way, go look it up because he's got these really interesting things. But they touched on sort of this idea about how people are taking us in and then how they're responding. You know, there's always that desire to go to that anthropological place. So here's my example. And this was actually me. You know, I love to, you know, (laughs) just lay it all out there for you. I was, here we go with that word again. I was busy the last few weeks, sort of, I would say probably one of the most heightened busy times that I've experienced in a very long time. And I'm just going to give you the quick, quick top tops of what was happening. We moved. I don't need to give you the details, but it ended up being a bit of a a drawn out process because it's been hard to um, get movers, so we just had to take what we could get, and so we had to drag the whole process out. So that that was taking some some time. Uh, my husband, which sidebar, this has been absolutely the most magical thing to watch. I mean, yes, I feel very busy, but watching him do what this what he's doing, so he's directing right now. And for those of you who don't know much about the business or the entertainment business, he's been an actor for a really long time. He's in a thing called the Screen Actors Guild. That's just their union that you enter into when you work enough in that world. And the other day in the mail, that came from the DJ, which is the Directors Guild of America. And there was this moment in our house where, you know, this has been a dream of his for a really long time. He's really, really made for it. And it felt like there was something very inspirational to me about that moment because it, it was about seeing your world and and being happy in your world and being good at what you do, but continuing to stay curious and continuing to want more and continuing to strive and thrive. And I just thought that was so, so amazing that he has worked this hard and achieved this goal. Okay. So he is directing. When you're directing, it's pretty much a 24-7 situation. So he is directing and also acting in the show that he is on, which means he's not here basically. You guys probably know this about me. I do not have uh, nannies and all of that. I have no problem with it. I think it's genius. I have not had a situation where that has felt like something that uh, needed to happen in our life. Because between the two of us, we've always been able to manage it. And this moment in time just happens to be, uh, I, I, I'm finishing up the final rounds of the book. It will be out The last week of November or first week of December, unless something happens, and even if it does, that's okay. We will go with the flow. But that's the plan. And we moved, and obviously this podcast was being launched, and there's another project that I'm working on. Needless to say, it has been you know all hands on deck. And the other day, I go up to pick the kids up at school, and I am electric. Like it's nobody's fault. It's, I'm not mad and I'm not even frustrated. I'm just moving fast and my energy is kicked up and I am, I am just like coming in hot. And I thought about this later because I thought, gosh, you know, if you were just having one of those days where you're doing that thing out of your car window, where you like make a roller coaster with your hand and you're just listening to the Dixie Chicks and having a, having just a chill time and you feel the energy that I was bringing, you're like, dang, it's Quite jarring, and I meet this new mom who just started at the school, and a friend of mine introduced me to her, and I am like, I mean, I am teed up, okay. (laughs) And I left, and I thought, okay, these are the moments that, because of my brain, and because this is my job, and this is what I find the most fascinating. I think it is endlessly interesting about how somebody else interprets those things. Again, she she was perfectly lovely. It has nothing to do with that, but it does have to do with how much we take the time out of our day to consider our energy to do any kind of interventions around our energy whether we care to or not again i think you don't have to you, you don't have to care necessarily but if you are somebody who consistently finds themselves not in flow or not feeling like things have ease to them then this is something you want to pay very close attention to. Because I can promise you, the more attention that we put on our energy and tapping into it in a way that allows for openness, it's pretty insane in terms of coolness what can come from that curiosity and that exploration. Which brings me to an article that I feel like a lot of you guys sent me. There was also, I think, a meme that went around and I want to say it was Adam Grant who wrote a piece in the New York Times. I'm just, you know, I don't have a fact checker, but this is, I think this is correct. And I feel like the title of the piece was something about how flow was the antidote to languishing, that people through the last two years that avoided languishing had flow in their life. And the way that he defined flow is the classic definition of flow also, which is what we're fascinated by. It's that uh, place where you lose track of time. It is a place where you feel in total alignment with the tasks and the things that you're doing. It feels like, you know, I'm using that kind of tingly finger thing where there's just everything feels sort of fairy dusty. (laughs) That's a very scientific way to explain it. So if somebody felt like they were languishing, they were sort of falling into a hole, his observation was this was from a lack of flow, but flow from what? Okay, flow from what? So the way that he talks about it and the way that I can talk about it is flow can come from and mastery can come from the mastery of kind of anything, anything that you find interesting and anything that you find interesting that you create mastery around tends to create flow. So that's the trajectory. And I feel like my highest curiosity is always around energy. And I've done a podcast already called Energy Mastery, but I wanted to kick off season three with our eye on the energy ball (laughs) because to me, energy and the mastery of it or whatever you want to call it, the expertise of it, the observation of it is the secret sauce to a joyful life. It's the secret sauce to flow, obviously. And it's just something that if you are listening to me speak right now, something I think would never take you down a bad path by just putting some energy on it, just putting some focus on it. So the ways that we put focus on it. One, I told you that story about coming in hot to the school and noticing it's not judgmental. It's not to be shame inducing. It's not really even for me to change. It's more like, interesting. You know that look when people are at art museums and they stand there and they do the thing where they kind of rub their chin? It's that. Okay, it's just that. So I don't know what they're thinking. They could be thinking, well, this is just a pile of junk. Or they could be like, holy moly, this is so inspiring. It doesn't matter. It's just getting curious about your energy, how it's affecting the people around you, how it's affecting you, and what kind of mapping you can do around it. So, what's interesting to me, let's just pretend that I consistently came in with that level of energy. What what do we think would happen? A I'm not saying it's uh, that that energy is necessarily a repulsion because energy finds its match. If I come in that way, I will receive that. And if I keep coming in that way, I'll eventually be surrounded by that sort of matched idea. So if I had super teed up hyper energy, I'll probably draw in super teed up hyper people (laughs) at some point. Because what will happen is when the energy doesn't match, those other people are going to fall away because they're not going to feel that magnetic pull. And so the bigger picture here, the really, really fun picture here is if you want to cultivate your life in a way that has all these magical mirrors around you that feel like they're your people and it's your thing and it's your vibe, it all comes back home to energy 100% of the time. I had this conversation with my dad, uh, maybe it was a year and a half ago. And I was talking about, I feel like I was talking about selling our house. And, you know, when you sell a house, they come to you and they give you the comps for the neighborhood. But I've always said this, there is no, there is no addendum, there is no line for energy or vibe. <laughs> and that is huge. And in, in fact, it... It has the potential to be one of the bigger pieces of the puzzle. Have you ever walked into, if you've ever bought a home or you rented a home or, uh, I mean, just take, you can apply this to just about anything, but have you ever walked into a situation and had immediate like, nope, mm -mm, something doesn't feel right. And if you notice, you'll notice that that can happen in the most beautiful setting. It can happen in a not beautiful setting. Oftentimes it doesn't really matter what the setting is, but you're getting that you're getting that reaction so i always feel like well if if there's intentional energy that i just put around this home or whatever the experience is that is a thing that that should be maybe in a home sale i don't know that could be like a tangible number but that just it's part of the equation and it's really funny because my dad's obviously a scientist and he was like well how do we measure for that you know how do we how do we know that well I guess I can't say that I know it. I can't say that I have some scientific research for you. There might be some. I haven't done a deep dive on it. But just ask yourself, can you feel it? Is it something that you can relate to and define in your own life? And can you see when, mm, when you are sort of in a, a strange space and how that's being how that's being reflected back? It's really fascinating. Okay. So... This comes up for me with all kinds of things. And it's, again, why I'm going to, you know, gently nudge you towards being curious about this because I think that it can be a game changer. I was watching Scott do something, some of his work the other day, and I wasn't like really looking at what it was. And so I just made this interpretation. It might not have been what he was doing, but it looked from afar like he was looking through headshots. So maybe he was, maybe he was, but doesn't matter. In my mind, I'm sort of thinking about this and it brought me to this other place where let's say this director of something and you're an actor and they're looking through the headshots and I don't know, there are all these beautiful, amazing headshots, right? And there's all kinds of different great people. What is the thing? That makes somebody go, that person, I want to see that person. You know, when you used to hear those stories, they were kind of those old Hollywood stories about somebody, you know, walking through a mall and some giant casting director just stopping them in their tracks. And the thing is, is that I think we immediately want to be like, oh, it's because they thought they looked the part. But I don't think so. I think that's part of the equation. And then I think there is a gigantic part that is energy. And that is the outlier. That is the thing, the intangible thing that we forget to focus on. We focus on, you know, the clothes we're going to wear in the day. We're going to focus on the food we're going to eat in the day. We're going to focus on what we're doing with our time, all these things. And then we literally take no time in the day to check in on, assess, and focus on our energy. And I think this season, that's going to be a huge, intention of mine, both personally and for you guys. So for this season, I have focused a lot on bringing experts in their field to the interviews. So I'm going to have multiple amazing interviews. There, Some of them have already been done and they're phenomenal. And they're going to be with people who have kind of found an expertise in the field that they're in. And I'm really, really interested in that right now. So whether it was where you put your focus you know, if it's energy with work, with whatever it is, I, there's something coming up for me lately that is just very intrigued by that, very intrigued by mastery, very intrigued by interest, very intrigued by curiosity. And what is the lane there? And then how does it make those individuals feel? And what I've noticed is when somebody's in their mastery, sort of whatever that choice that it was, and it can be making pottery it could be that cooking it could be gardening it could be riding your bike it's all these different things but that people feel flow in their mastery i definitely feel flow in my energy mastery but i would also argue that that is what flow is all about so this season we're going to have incredible interviews with people who have who are, who are living in their mastery and i think that's so fascinating and you will hear from me obviously Throughout the entire season. And these are the things that I want to bring to the surface. So I love, I would love, love, love for this to be like a little co pilot to the book. And I think it's going to be so interesting to see how you all uh, receive that information, where you take it. (laughs) Because even hearing from me here, unless we have worked together one on one, I think some of this work can still feel like a little austere, a little out there, a little hard to apply or really not knowing how to apply it. And I think also a lot of people think flow is this intangible thing that you just cannot have. And that was the whole container, which is you absolutely can. And do you stay in that sensation 24 seven? No, no. But do we want to experience it more often and maybe have a little bit more consciousness around it than, it, than thinking that it's just maybe I'll get lucky today. <laughs> so, hey, you guys, you guys, you guys are going to get lucky. Yes, you're going to get lucky because we are going to flow together. I will be in your ears for the next 12 weeks and I cannot wait. Thank you for just spending this time with me. It's funny because I hear this from you guys and I feel this in my bones. There's a chair that sits across from me when I record and I actually, I mean, I sort of pretend like we're sitting together, you know, but I have this sort of a friend that's in that chair because I i do feel like this is the conversations that I want to have as a friend and as a co-pilot. I hope today is wonderful and I almost forgot it, but I didn't. It's the three M's, y'all. You thought I forgot. Mm-hmm. I almost did. <laughs> okay, three M's today. The three M's today. I had today the most delectable croissant that I've ever had. It was seriously one of the best croissants I've ever had. We say croissants from Arkansas, but up here in Canada, they say croissant. So, whichever one you prefer. This one had almonds and chocolate and holy mother, it was insane. It's from a place here called Temper, and this place is just off the charts. Uh, I had that with a mango. I know, what a random, but that's what I had. That was my breakfast. And my move, as we all know. Guess what? I'm going to switch it up on you. Uh, Yes, I did my hike because that's my... That's my church. That's where I go to find my center. Uh, But I also did, for the first time, I want to say in two years, and no, it was nothing to do with COVID. It had everything to do with that. I don't really ever go to gyms. I went to the gym with a friend, and we did an actual workout, (laughs) like a real grown-up workout. And I'm realizing that in your 40s, I think everybody says you're supposed to lift weights. I'm actually going to bring on Jo from Blueberry Nutrition, and she's going to talk about this section of our life when it comes to our diet. But I think that goes hand in hand with our fitness too. That weight lifting at this time of life is really, really, really crucial. And because I think it's just it piles on itself you don't want to lift weights cuz you haven't lifted weights and all of that stuff. So, I am hoping to reintroduce that into my life. It's been a really long time. And then my meditate was, "Oh, this is fun actually." Uh, no guys, I do not recommend driving your car and closing your eyes. It's not like a real actual meditation. Um and you will see this in the book too. So, this is like my meditation hack for people who seem to ha- have a hard time finding time to meditate. <laughs> raise your hand, is when you're doing something that you just do things to create consciousness around whatever it is you're doing. So in this case, my radio is broken in my car and I just am driving in silence, which is amazing. And also I'm not, I usually listen to a podcast. So I did the thing. I call it the wash the hair method. You can read about this, uh, where you just name things that you're doing. And in this case, I was driving or I would name a tree that I saw or a car that I saw. And it's just to bring your body back into its place, into where you are in the present moment. That was it for me today. I'm going to add what's for dinner. What am I making for dinner? Oh, I know what I'm going to make for dinner. I'm going to make this Szechuan green beans. I think I'm going to use pork. And it's just got a bunch of like spices and pork and green beans. And it's quite delicious. Okay, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I will be with you next week and every Monday after that. Have a beautiful day, guys.